0: What's up, and welcome to the Espresso with Erin and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for.
1: Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive.
0: We are your hosts, Erin and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Espresso with Erin and Sarit. And today we're going to be talking about how low-carb diets, though they seem super duper awesome and they're going to help you lose a lot of weight, how they could be more damaging and more harmful than helpful. So this is going to be a good episode if you are the one that will go to a low-carb, low-sugar type of nutrition structure when you want to lose weight. And if you haven't noticed, it's today's Espresso with Erin and Sarit and King Boogie with a capital K and a capital B. King Boogie. Let me hear you say it. I think we're, um, we're not connected to Facebook, so whoopsie-daisy. Uh, you're going to have to join us on YouTube. That's amazing. Um, aside from that.
1: I would like to say something, everybody.
0: Yes, please, sir.
1: I have been told before that I look like a whole carb
0: You have been told that you look like a whole carb. So
1: I figured no better time to join than
0: carb show. He does. He's a potato. Look at him. He's a whole sack of potatoes.
1: So my first question He is
0: a rude sack of potatoes. My
1: first question for the audience I stole the mic from Mama S as a matter of fact.
0: Okay, great. Let's hear it.
1: I have a question. It's important. Speaking about carbs.
0: What's your favorite one?
1: Do you, would you rather regular potato or sweet potato? Okay, are you
0: a regular potato or are you a sweetie potato?
1: I'm a sweetie potato. Of
0: course.
1: I am a very <laughs> sweetie potato. I would love to know from you guys, pon chat.
0: <laughs> pon chat. If you are
1: pon chat today, which potato would you rather have a regular potato or a sweet potato
0: boogie if you're a sweet potato i'd rather have a sweet potato
1: wow yeah you're a handsome potato too thank you yeah you're welcome okay
0: so okay so mama
1: s is gonna steal over the mic now thank you boogie that was so good and so generous of you. Hey,
0: by the way, if y'all are watching on YouTube and you're in our Facebook group, can you grab the the link to this video and share it over in the Facebook group? Because for some reason, the the streaming platform got disconnected. So it's not showing up on Facebook, unfortunately, but we roll with the punches. So if you guys could help out your fellow ES army members and pop a link over there so that they can join us, that would be, thank you.
1: So Boogie has already shown you that carbs are actually good for you. Not only for your soul, but also for your health. Okay, because otherwise he wouldn't be here today. And look how sweet he is. So, you know, for some reason, carbs get this bad rap. And, you know, if there is any emotion around carbs or any... Um, fear of carbs, by the way, if, if you are fearful of carbs, or if you do not um, trust yourself when it comes to carbs, just go ahead and drop an F so that we can see you in the chat.
0: And good thing they understand boogie language.
1: The first thing that you should know is that not all carbs are created equal and something that the weight loss industry has done because there are different layers to the level of knowledge, especially when it comes to carbs, that, you know, for an uneducated person, considering the fact that, you know, carbs can come in many different forms in a whole slew of multitudes, you know, it is a lot easier to say to not have any carbs, right. And humans are creatures of habit. In the in the sense that, you know, we're going to repeat patterns. So let's say if, you know, the first time we got ourselves on the diet or lost some weight, you know, maybe we did, as a matter of fact, I would love to know from you guys, like the first time you told yourself, oh yeah, I'm going to go on a diet or I'm going to lose some weight. Like what, what did you do? And I want to see that so that we can see what sort of carb restriction, you know, like, did you most, did you get most attached to emotionally? Because this pattern can actually dictate your learn your long term trajectory. And that's the first thing that I want to share with you is depending on whatever pattern you developed around carbs, there can very much be a an opportunity for a long term pattern of self sabotage right and self-sabotage comes in a lot of times in the form of stress eating emotional eating yo-yo dieting the whole ordeal I know this because I've struggled with this myself for a really really long time before I, un- I understood it in a better way right so the pattern drop it in the chat you guys would love to see it so you know like the pattern that I followed is you know like an elimin- el- elimination of carbs so for me, it was an elimination all the way to an overstuffing, right? And I only knew two modes, right? Like either, you know, have my car parked at a complete stop or I am racing, you know, on the neighborhood street. Obviously, that's dangerous. You mm-hmm. won't do this in your neighborhood. Why would you do that to your body? You know, like it messes with your hormones. It, it messes with your attitude, truly and you know from a long-term consistency standpoint what you want to think about is momentum right and when you go zero miles an hour to 100 miles an hour to zero miles an hour to 100 miles an hour without the you know like coasting or cruising what's going to happen to your brakes? Right, like, what's gonna happen to the health of your car? An engine. Your engine. I'm not even a car person. I see that uh, Veronica Silva is here. I mean, she could tell us more, but you know, like, what's going to happen is you're gonna mess the car up, and I'm not even a car person, and I know that for a fact, right? So the same thing happens with your body, and more than just your body, also with your with your conscience, right? This is why so many times it like I've heard I've had so many conversations with women where, you know, before we've had the immense privilege of helping them, you know, a very common theme is that they didn't trust themselves. Right. Because when you are running in a mode of self-sabotage. It's going to be a lot harder to trust yourself. Like think about, you know, parenting, for example, if like, w- if you know that when you leave your kids, let's say with this babysitter, there could be an opportunity of them being hurt. Would you even consider bringing that person into your home? Nope. Probably not.
0: Negative. Ghost right. Ladder.
1: Right. So if you know that there is an opportunity for harm, With regards to other areas of your life, you would eliminate it, right? Okay. So I want to see what are some things that they've done. Did anybody share?
0: Cut out all bread, pasta because thought they were bad. Okay, got it. That is the only answer to that question that we got. Okay. I have another question though. What are the first foods that you think about when you think about carbs? Put them. Put them there. Put them there. The first foods that you think of when you think about carbs. And while you are responding to that, like I know you will, um, if our body, if you think about like when you get, why do we get thirsty? Like, why do we get thirsty?
1: Speaking about thirsty.
0: Yeah, you thirsty? Yeah. She's thirsty. Mm-hmm. I am. On this Thursday, thirsty Thursday. So uh, why do we get thirsty? Is because our body is asking for water. Thirst is a sign. You need water. Why? For some reason, I don't know, you're dehydrated. You just ate something salty. Your mouth is dry. There's a reason why you get thirsty and you want to drink something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You also have cravings because something's missing or something's out of balance. And a lot of times, the reason we crave carbs, by the way, I think there's a difference between a a physiological craving and a psychological craving. Because sometimes physiologically, our body is asking for a certain type of nutrient because we're not getting it psychologically we just are thinking about a food that we want because it sounds good it it will taste good and we're thinking about it so I think that and I don't know the science behind any of that but I think there there is a difference physiologically meaning your body is actually wanting something so you will crave it versus oh I saw a commercial for pizza and now I want pizza right Those are different. And if you are restricting yourself from a nutrient like carbs that your body needs, like water when you get thirsty, it's going to ask for it. It's going to ask for it in the form of a craving. So if you have a, a hard time with cravings, not because you saw something on TV or because when you walk into a movie theater, it smells like popcorn. And now you're like, all of a sudden, I want popcorn. It's a, you know, a good question to ask is, have I been depriving myself of something that is a nutrient that my body needs to live, to survive, to function optimally, to operate? And then to go from there. Um, the other thing about, um, Like you had mentioned too, with carbs is when we stop, go, stop, go, stop, go, we actually are hurting the way that our body can digest and absorb and process carbs. So then when we are eating any kind of food, by the way, so then when we are eating them, our body doesn't metabolize it as fast. Your metabolism slows down. Um, So first thing that you guys think about when you think about carbs and there's a reason I asked this question, but I have rice, I have bread, I have pasta, I have my my tortilla, I have pasta, I have corn, potatoes, bread, pasta, rice, oats, cereal. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't chocolate count? Yes. It's chocolate has a carb, 100%. Um, and I find it interesting because I think that you guys are a very unique community. And that many of you here have been listening to us, so I'm I'm not surprised that I see rice's and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But most people, when they think about carbs, they think about pizza, croissants, donuts, which is a lot of bread. Um, but it's like those Pasta. really crappy processed type of carbs, and n- not rice, you know, not sweet potatoes, not oatmeal. And they're very, very different Uh, in our spring leaning challenge that we just had. We talked about that not all calories are created equal. Not all carbs are created equal. Not all nutrients are created equal. That's why there is a variety of different nutrients. Um, And not all even like processed food is created equal. Some is extremely processed. Some is minimally processed. So, you know... um, when we think about carbs, it's not that carbs are the bad guy and that we shouldn't eat them and they make us fat. How many people do you know that gained 20 pounds because they ate, oh my gosh, I had too many cuties this week and I just gained five pounds. Never, ever in the history of ever. So Or I ate too many blueberries. Yeah. Um, And so there's that. The other thing about um, carbs that... Um, I think it's good to be mindful of is drinking them versus eating them. Because you can have apple juice is not the same as an apple.
1: Let's talk about why that's the case.
0: hundred percent. And most apple juices will be processed. There's going to be other shit in them. There's going to be sugar added to it. There's going to be all this other stuff. Even if you have like a good apple juice, you still are not getting the same amount of fiber from all the, all the skit from chewing it, from having it whole, you're not getting the same level of satisfaction uh, or satiation. I think mm-hmm. that's how you would pronounce that, mm-hmm. um, as you would if you were to eat it. Is there any other reasons?
1: Well, also the the glycemic index is mm-hmm. a lot higher, right? So you know, like let's just compare, you know, like just apple juice in comparison to an apple the concentration of sugar is going to be a lot higher. Because, you know, in juice, like the fiber is taken away. And it's basically just, you know, like the sugar with the water. Um, What's going to happen is that, uh, you know, like, the higher the sugar levels, the more insulin levels rise up, right. And the higher the insulin levels are, you know, the opposite effect happens when it comes to, you know, like weight loss. So if you want to manage your weight or lose weight, you want to make sure that your insulin levels are as stable as possible. That's why I'm not about to refer to diabetes type one, because that's a completely different situation. With regards, like, people who develop diabetes type two, you know, also happen to be overweight, the body works together. You know what I mean? Um, And now, aside from the fact that most apple juices out there, you know, have more stuff than just apples. As as a matter of fact, let me just do research real quick.
0: Okay, Um, while you're researching. I'm just going to look at Welch's apple uh, juice. You research and I talk. So the other thing about, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. So it's not to say that you can never have an apple juice. There, there's a time and a place for it. But let's say you want to use your a juicer, and you put an apple through that sucker. It's your apple. You juiced it. There's no added sugars. It literally just from the apple. Okay, you're still taking fiber out, but that doesn't mean that that is also bad. There's just a time and a place, and most people do not live in the time or place to need that. I will say the first thing that I can think of, the first reason why I can think of why that would be beneficial, because when you, when you juice it, even if you juice the apple and it's good and it's clean and all of that, uh, it's still broken down now even more. And your body is going to go through that same amount of fuel a lot quicker. Your insulin level is going to spike. Now, let's say you just got done with a marathon. Great. Your body probably needs it and it needs it quick. No problem. Let's say, uh, like, I'm competing this weekend in a CrossFit event. That would be a good time and place for me to have a juice. It's quick. It's not heavy. My body needs it because I just exhausted and depleted energy stores. There's a time and a place. So I only say that to say, don't take, take everything... With a grain of salt, and recognize that just because we say, "Oh, this isn't going to be good for weight loss," doesn't mean that it's never good or, or it's evil or you know you should never do it. Never is a very long time. Yeah. Okay. What have we researched? Oh,
1: my beautiful carb. My carb is Come falling here, off.
0: Mr. Carb. This Mr. is my Mr. Sweetie Potato. So
1: yeah, Welch's a hundred um, percent apple juice i don't know um so the the first thing to know and and this is what like this is the difference between like a you know like you took a juicer and you took your apple and you freshly squeezed it the first ingredient okay is boogie what what's happening not
0: comfortable
1: not comfortable no um oh god do you need help yeah so i i saw it it said apple juice from concentrate
0: here apple juice from concentrate which is filtered water and apple juice concentrate right so then the next one is an acid vitamin
1: c and then malic acid for tartness right so There's a difference between apple juice and apple juice from concentrate.
0: But they say non-GMO, made in And that's exactly
1: why it's got 53 grams of sugar in one freaking cup.
0: No high fructose corn syrup, though. No preservatives, no artificial colors, no artificial flavors, no artificial sweeteners. True. But what it doesn't say is you should not have this if you have diabetes. You should not have this if you're overweight. You are at risk if you have this and you um, have trouble with your insulin. Yeah, it it says all the good things, which is good, Um, which is just why we do these videos, so that you can have the knowledge and the understanding of, okay, let me look a little deeper, because only three ingredients, I mean...
1: So that is a juice that's, like, considered to be 100% natural. Keep in mind, you know, like, first ingredient is the concentrate, right? Um, It's, like, the difference between drinking condensed milk and, you know, like, whole milk. Completely different conversation, right? Um, So the sugar levels are going to be higher, and, you know, you want to keep that in mind. And, you know... Other than that, most juices out there are not 100% like all natural.
0: You know what carbs I had today?
1: Let me just finish this thought. No problem. You know, like most juices out there do have added sugar. As a matter of fact, most juices out there have corn syrup and high fructose corn syrup. And that's basically trash for your body. You, you want to treat your body like a garbage can. Give it high fructose, corn syrup and corn syrup because it's it's not even like concentrated sugar that comes from nature. It's concentrated sugar that comes from a lab. You're literally jacking yourself up with diabetes. Yeah.
0: What would you have? Yeah. Guess what carb I had this morning. What? You know, guess. Yogurt? It doesn't really have all carbs in it. A
1: little bit. The lactose.
0: Yeah, but I'm talking about carbs. Plantain chips. Planting chips. <laughs> I love them. I love Planting them. Plantain chips, <laughs> and I don't have them all the time, but when I do, I have all of them. Um. So I probably had sixteen. Chips.
1: So the first thing uh, to note about carbs and why eliminating carbs out of your diet is may actually not be functional for you and your goals is because it can actually cause to prolong periods of self-sabotage. Okay. So what you're
0: telling me is I can either have carbs and shorten and lessen my self-sabotage or not have carbs and self-sabotage? Is that what you're telling me? Say it again. I either have carbs, mm-hmm. I enjoy my carbs, and I'm less likely to self-sabotage, yeah. or I restrict myself of the one thing God put on planet Earth that soothes my soul, and I'm more likely to self-sabotage, basically. God.
1: So let's compare this to a car again. Let's compare compare weight loss to a car. Imagine you're driving from California to New York. Okay, um, it's for about, the
0: record. Carbs are not the one thing that soothes my soul.
1: It's it's about three thousand miles. You know, it's a journey that you want to get there as fast as possible, right? Like I remember when we did our first cross country from jersey to california we planned it in a way where how can we get there as fast as possible
0: is it like two days or two and a half days no that was three days california
1: to. oh we were like florida anyways so you know like you want to get it done as fast as possible and once you make up in your mind that oh yeah like i want to drop weight you want to get it done as fast as possible basically you know like same mindset And I share this with you because would you rather drive on that journey at 100 miles per hour, knowing that, you know, every 100 miles, you will your engine will be completely like just burnt out and smoke will be coming out and you will have to take a two hour break
0: or you're going to get pulled over and fined.
1: Or would you rather go 75 miles an hour and be able to go five hours and your engine wouldn't overheat? If anything, all you'll have to do is just fill up your gas and go pee -pee. once or twice a day. Right? So it's the same analogy. and, And that's why a lot of times we don't consider these things because number one, we don't know. Number two, it's not talked about. And... You know, number three, once we make up in our mind that we're ready to change, we want, we want to be at our destination ASAP, right? But we don't realize the long-term uh, effects that can come along with it, okay? So from a physiological standpoint, I want to share with you also what happens when you restrict yourself of carbs. Listen, by the end of the day, if carbs are made from Mother Nature, there is a reason why they're made because everything in nature makes sense and everything has a rhyme and a reason and a purpose, right? So, you know, when our body is designed to consume carbs because we actually have carbohydrate stores, however, an overconsumption of carbs and an overconsumption of the wrong carbs leads to tapping into fat storage, right? So the easier thing to do when we're uneducated, right, is to just go through elimination. However, if we do have carbohydrate stores, then why eliminate something that your body actually needs? If it didn't need it, it wouldn't be stored. This is why, as a matter of fact, like if you think about, you know, like using your body for performance, think about athletes. There's a reason why you will see athletes eat carbs because the body needs it. It's just most people don't understand it. So when we deplete our stores uh, over a prolonged period of time, what we're actually doing is we're sending signals to the brain that, hey, storage is depleted, like prepare for winter. Storage, storage is depleted. Prepare for winter. Like, think about that. So what do we do when we prepare for winter? Oh, shit. Winter is coming. Food's going to be scarce.
0: I'll tell you what happened when I was a kid. I would hold my arms out like this and my parents would load my arms up with a bunch of wood and would stockpile it. Your body does the same thing with food. (laughs) And let me save it.
1: Right, like if let me save it. If you deprive your stores, your body's gonna be like, Oh shit, the storage compartment is empty. Let's reserves, 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 and what are reserves of energy? It's fat. So, what do we do? We deprive ourselves of the thing that we need, and as a byproduct, our body is like, the winter is coming, store it all. Let's prepare. Right? So then we shut down our metabolism, right? Which is going to elongate your process and the game, And also- we Also tap- make you more tired. And also we tap into our fat stores. Have you ever seen somebody become morbidly obese because their carb stores were like overly tapped?
0: How would we know? Got so
1: it. carbs in your body are being stored in your muscles and in your liver.
0: But how do we know what everybody eats?
1: We don't. But what I'm telling you, so, so because in our body, carbs are only stored in our liver and our muscles. There's only so much that you can pack on as far as carb stores. Right?
0: That's why when you have more muscle, you can eat more carbs. Right? I'm saying, start lifting, bro.
1: Right? So the, the point is, is like... The, the question that we need to ask ourselves, because because the quality of our questions will determine the quality of our results is rather than, you know, like, instead of asking ourselves, Oh, I wonder how long I can go without carbs to, you know, like, what types of carbs do I need to eat? And what's the amount of carbs that I need to eat to sustain my body and whatever my goals are, that's a completely different conversation. Right? Because, It is, your carb stores can only store so much. However, if you overdo your carb stores, then we tap into another storage compartment, which is your fat storage. But I'm telling you, carbs are not the culprit. It's how we manipulate carbs or our lack of understanding of how to manipulate carbs that is the real issue. And also the fact that the food industry does not make it any simpler because the food industry like continues to create more man-made carbs that you know like are unknown right so we can have all the intent right intentions in the world however if we don't know our shit we could be you know thinking to ourselves oh my gosh like I'm low in calories or oh my gosh like I'm so dialed in with my macros meanwhile like okay, you jacked up your insulin levels today, your metabolism is going to be out of whack either way. Right? So it's super important to understand that because physiologically, like,
0: you have a the, table, I put a table, the, the
1: quality of, you know, raw material that you provide your body is going to determine
0: what's, what's going to come out of
1: it. Right? Um, I want to share one
0: more thing. So when you said there's something that could be confusing that you said, which is when we deplete our body of carb stores, then it goes to use fat, which is true. Mm -hmm. So that is why though people think, oh, if I just don't eat carbs, then my body will use the fat stores, which scientifically is true. However, if we're not putting carbs in, then the body's metabolism will slow down And you will not utilize carbs as quickly when you do eat them. So imagine, okay, if my body wants carbs and I restrict it for a while. And I'm not getting something that I need as far as a nutrient is concerned the body slows down a metabolism to say hey we don't know when we're going to get this stuff storage winter time right mm-hmm. let's burn calories slower right let's burn calories slower because we don't want to burn out of this wood before winter's over we don't know when winter's going to be over so your metabolism slows down and then what happens is you have cravings so then you have cravings and then you eat a bunch of carbs And your body has not sped up the process of burning off the calories yet. So now what it does is say, yay, we just got a bunch more wood in case winter lasts longer. Let's hold on to it Mm -hmm. in case we need to make some fire. Right? In case the winter lasts longer. So it's the lack of consistency that really screws us up because we go, no carbs, a lot of carbs, no carbs, a lot of carbs. And then there's this confusion.
1: Yeah, and the more your body is confused, the less it trusts you, right? So the longer it's going to take it to actually adapt. Right? So, you know, and then from a big picture, you know, weight loss standpoint, it can, it can stall your results because this repeated pattern is going to lead to your body actually you know, like, taking more time to build trust, like we just talked about, because it is going to expect that, you know, like, every time you go into the pattern of stop and go stop and go, it's like, Oh, wait, but I know what's what's going to happen next. Because I've been through this already a 100 times. So let's not so let's continue doing what we've been doing because the same thing is going to happen anyways. And I know that the winter is coming. Our, here's here's the, the truth. Like our body is smarter than us. Our body has evolved over literally millions and millions of years. You're literally like you have the most incredible machine. The reason why, you know, if you feel like your body's out of whack, your body is misaligned, it's because You've exposed it to the wrong habits, right? Like the operating system that's been operating the body has been giving it the wrong commands, right? So, I mean, systems are broken, right? Systems need to be fixed. And, you know, like, we got to clean up the mess. Your body does want to fall in place. Your body does want to feel good. It does. Now, of course, every once in a while, there's always super freak accidents, right? So we're not talking about that. We're talking about the general consensus, right? Like the fact that right now we're heading into a trend of almost 50% of this country is considered to be morbidly obese. It's not because there is something wrong with our genetic code. Because if you look at our ancestors, they were all freaking beasts, jacked up beasts. why do we look like slouchy grouchy overweight like humans right now
0: it's the compound effect of nurture in a non-helpful direction
1: yeah so what we learn
0: from our parents is usually what we end up teaching our kids whether we want to or not
1: and Um, not just that and it's also like what's the school system teaching us right Uh because
0: unless 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 we're very mindful of who we are and why we operate the way we do and we do the hard internal work to shift that Mm -hmm. otherwise history repeats itself
1: yeah so you know there's lots of work to do and thank you for investing your time and energy and continuing to educate yourself, right, so that you can hopefully lead yourself with better patterns, and also let that transfer over to your kids, right, so that your kids from a young age don't have to over consume, like, high fructose corn syrup and get diabetes by the time they're 12, but rather, you know, like, start out young and, like, enhance and expand their life rather than shorten it because what's happening in society right now we're actually being taught on how to shorten our lives so that we can become more dependent on medications as consumers right when you are when your life is dependent on something you will do anything to stay alive right and that's the plan right so the good news is that we get to choose every single day and every single day we have a brand new opportunity So, you know, we hope you found value in this. And if you know someone who will benefit from this, please, you know, spread the love, share the love. That's all we ask, right? This is the gift that keeps on giving. And the only way for us to be able to change our community is to start within our home. The only way we can change our home is to start with ourselves. We are the leaders. And by the end of the day, it all comes down to us. If it's up to anybody, it's up to me. So... Go take care of your body today. go take care of yourself today and go be the change that the world that the world needs to hear and see. See ya, bye.